This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. Hello. In the traditional motion picture story, the villains are usually defeated. The ending is a happy one. I can make no such promise for the picture you're about to watch. The story isn't over. You and the audience are part of the conflict. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Some people want me to bypass Congress and change the laws on my own. It is the agenda for the 21st century you're living in today. For a brave new world where everything that you cherished and held true will no longer exist. In the original Constitution, I think it is an imperfect document, and I think it is a document that reflects uh, some deep flaws. That would authorize the military to arrest people in the United States who, in the president's opinion, are enemies of the country. You'll find that they've also asked for the right to imprison farmers who wouldn't keep books as prescribed by the federal government. The Secretary of Agriculture asked for the right to seize farms through condemnation and resell them to other individuals. And contained in that same program was a provision that would have allowed the federal government to remove two million farmers from the soil. We government, Republicans and Democrats, were busy shredding the last vestiges of the Constitution. They're talking about inserting the army into domestic law enforcement. The homeland is part of the battlefield, and people can be held without trial, whether an American citizen or not. I have been often to, uh, I guess, the mothership in New York City. Uh, but it's good to have an outpost of the council right here down the street from the State Department. We get a lot of advice from the council, so this will mean I won't have this far to go to uh, be told uh, what we should be doing and uh, how uh, we should uh, think about the future. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with all present at the Agenda 21 Show. Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism, one exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. Shocking, I know. You're listening to this radio show, which is about to give you more information in three hours than uh, the, the entire <laughs> uh, the entire uh, mainstream media will give you in uh, 48 hours. Anyway, so welcome aboard. A lot of things going on here. Please visit our website, a21r.com, and, of course, uh, newcaliforniastate.com or ncs51.com. Well, we've got um, a breaking story right now. We're going to bring Chris Street in here in a second, but we also don't want to displace the uh, notion that they're still rioting in Portland. 
I mean, it, it just a, is a, a sick a demonstration uh, on the left. Uh, now we have Kate Braun jumping in on all this stuff, trying to get the federal troops out. But they still riot in Portland, <laughs> yeah, around the federal building, trying to burn down the federal building. That's what's going on. So anyway, we've got this uh, sort of situation with the uh, the riots. You know, it's interesting. You go back and look at riots in uh, the gold rush days, as an example. They actually had riots. You know, people would, um, well, they'd be rioting for a number of different reasons. A lot of people would just get drunk and start shooting off guns, and pretty soon it turns into a melee. That's why if you go to some of the old gold rush towns in uh, California, you'll find steel doors on all the windows. So they can't, I mean, that's what they really should do over there is put up steel doors just like they did back in the old days around that federal building so that they won't have to be putting up so much plywood all the time. Anyway, we got a a breaking story right now. Uh, Something's going on in the money markets. It's something that our own Chris Street uh, predicted and actually has wanted to happen, Uh, some sort of realignment. Chris, uh, can you kind of give us a clue as to what's happening Predictions coming true again. Well, Paul, we're in a situation where, you know, the United States is the least dirtiest shirt, as they say, when it comes to COVID-19 or what I like to say, the China uh, virus. Um, uh, the exchange rates around the world uh, are tend- have uh, been pretty calm over the last year, but you're starting to see uh, countries like Canada, Norway, um, even Germany starting to have weak uh, exchange rates because, in fact, their economies have not recovered. Interesting that uh, somehow very progressive countries, you know, such as one of the richest countries in the world, Venezuela, that socialism and communism would make them one of the poorest. You probably haven't seen that, have you, Paul? <laughs> yeah, that that sort of thing is going on big time. So uh, what does it mean to have the exchange rates... Um, you know, drastically moving around as what we're reporting or seeing right now. How, how easy can I make this? We win, they lose. Uh, it's pretty clear. So um, what does it mean in terms of uh, their monetary valuation? Um, and I, I would lump them in a, in a basket, if you will, of countries well, that well, have this problem that are progressive. It, most of the damage is really coming out of Europe. And, you know, Europe is a great, great group of people with lots of attitudes and, uh, you know, always have been living off um, the good graces of the United States. I describe what happened to the American, you know, heartland as a very simple situation. We won the Cold War. The Soviet Union not only lost, they collapsed and lost uh, uh, about half their population and even more than half uh, of their, uh, excuse me, about half their uh, air square foot, but even more than half of their population, and uh, of course, somehow in the, you know, in, in in a moment of weakness, America hired Bill Clinton as their CEO. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you would have normally expected America to have spent uh, the peace dividend. Not, not squandered it on some kind of social programs, but rather spend it on infrastructure. Uh, there's a lot of things we needed to do. There's a lot of things that were distracted at the time because we had to put so much money into military. Um, we would have upgraded our existing military to be competitive and new. Um, and that process was, was actually moving forward under Ronald Reagan and uh, George Bush the first. 
Um, but Bill Clinton decided to go all in for globalism. He essentially took this massive Navy, this massive military capability, and he gave it away to the world for free, basically to gain personal um, reputation, you know, personal sort of uh, honors, uh, and we made the seas safe for everyone, including former communist countries such as China. Well, you know, the, um, the Chinese have got to be feeling a real pinch right now at this point in time uh, with their, the devaluation that's happening to them. Well, that's right. The, the the Chinese can't. The Chinese, unlike anybody else in this situation, you know, ha- have a new sheriff in town. Um, China, under you know, both, both uh, George Bush Jr. and uh, Clinton and Obama, you know, it, it was assumed, as Obama said, those jobs aren't coming back because China was allowed to essentially suck out American jobs, underprice their labor, and, and you know, treat people. Most of them worked in those factories like a kind of indentured servant or slave. And we encouraged This is an American problem. You know, when you have teenagers, you know, attitude is what's allowed. And that's what we did. We allowed them to do it. Now, there was money moving. I mean, it's amazing. The Democrats are going to run uh, for president. Some guy that took a bag of cash, right? And not a, not a little bag. You're going to give Biden credit. You know, his family got billions from China, got, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars from Ukraine. I mean, who, who, who has that? How many people on this, you know, in, in this radio station, the 400 plus thousand listening right now, how many people, you know, think it's a regular deal when you make a few phone calls because uh, and your dad, you know, makes things happen and you get two billion dollars? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Because you can. Yeah, because you can. <laughs> I mean, and, and the amazing part is, you know, you, you, there are criminals and they can do things like that. It's just you usually have a police force. You're now getting a guy. You, I, I think he does need to defund the police so they don't come after him. <laughs> yeah, completely I mean, what, game, what gangbanger wants more security in his neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. He's a, bang, a gangbanger of a different sort, he's actually. A, He's a he's a sissy gangbanger. You yeah, know? I was going to say I, that I <laughs> don't talks. want to offend gangbangers. <laughs> right, all right. I mean, you know, at least gangbangers have you know a, a sense of pride and accomplishment, and they they represent. They think they represent their community. I mean, this is crazy stuff as as far as. But you know, when you see gangbangers, they actually think they're doing social. You know, they're controlling their neighborhood because they're keeping the other even worse gangs out of their neighborhood now yeah. this is a silly bo- this is a silly boy you know silly goose that you know runs around the world talking about how he you know is is managing foreign policy you know biden and foreign policy are you kidding me yeah. clinton and remember when clinton came in office you know china china their economy since then is up 20 times that's two thousand percent greatest gain in the history of the planet Except for the United States. Yeah. Listen, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, more of Chris Street. We're watching what's going on with the money markets. Also, uh, the historic plunge in GDP that happened uh, at the height of the COVID virus. We'll be talking about that. So stay with us. More to come here on Agenda 21 Radio. Also, Sidney Powell 
Yeah, Sydney Powell, Michael Flynn fame. She's going to be with us in the third hour to talk about her new book. We'll be right back. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing. Nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Call 800-266-4715. That's 800-266-4715. We use the promo code AGENDA. 800-266-4715. Promo code AGENDA. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Rom Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now, shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Rom Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that pops on. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com. That's a21r.com. And, of course, newcaliforniastate.com. Newcaliforniastate.com, a little programming reminder. Sydney Powell, who's uh, written the book called License to Lie, the story basically about Michael Flynn and all the corruption that's been going on since uh, Russiagate, Russia, Russia, Russia. 
will be our very special guest um, this, after, this evening. <laughs> no, in the third hour. There you go. I, where am I thinking this morning? It's a little too early. I only had one pot of coffee. Sydney Powell will be with us. So she's. Um, it's going to be really interesting to have her with us here on Agenda 21 Radio. And uh, you never know who else might show up on Agenda 21 Radio. So we're we're working on some very special guests. So we're talking right now with Chris Street, and we talked a little bit about what's going on in the money markets. The money markets uh, seems seem to be um, moving around rather erratically. Chris, what what explains the movement of the money markets today? And again, again, we have another story on that about the huge drop in GDP, but that's a that's a set aside. I want to talk about that in a little different issue. But the the real meaning, especially as it comes to New California, that's another issue. Because this is something that you've wanted to see was this this big swing in the money markets. It's normal that you have big swings of the money markets, you know, every, say, 10 or 15 years because economies change. I mean, I understand that socialism believes that, you know, we're going to wake up today and we have the same economy we had yesterday and we're just going to, you know, reshuffle the deck chairs. But they're reshuffling the 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 tech (laughs) <laughs> reshuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic yeah. <laughs> because economies always change. They have a personality. Technology comes along, you know, and, and, and the advantage of capitalism is the flexibility to change with it. Now, everything about, as I was saying, in 1991, uh, 92, when Clinton was running for office, America won. They lost. You know, we had won the world. All we had to do is manage it. And amazingly, George Bush Sr. squandered his uh, presidency, not on invading Iraq, which, you know, we do that from time to time. But remember, read my lips. Yeah. I mean, for the first time since really the Great Depression, America had cut taxes for supply-side economics. I understand this is hard for liberals to understand that taxes impede business and encourage people to take their business other places. But Ronald Reagan cut taxes, the economy was beginning to roar, and then George Bush lost his mind. He would said, read my lips during the uh, campaign, and he raised taxes because he worked with liberals and progressives in the U.S. Senate and House and they encouraged them to be uh, to work bipartisanly uh, to get you know to pay for his invasion of Iraq. And as soon as he raised taxes, the Democrats hammered him relentlessly over being a liar because he was a liar. He had said, "Look at me, read my lips," and then turned around and went the other way. Once Clinton got in office, Katie barred the door. That guy loved. Uh, being popular and of course you go to Europe and you know the, the history of Europe is they you know get along great they don't have guns but every 50 70 <laughs> yeah. years they kill 100 million people yeah. they get it out of their system right <laughs> yeah I, it's <laughs> amazing what happens in Europe and yeah, again it's all said, Bill Clinton gets all this love you know he's so important you know he's such an incredibly you know, strong leader, he's hearing all this stuff, goes to China, you know, they give him all kinds of, you know, ceremonial stuff, and he loses his mind and basically says, America will provide the military, we'll spend 4.5% of GDP, and you can spend 1% of GDP, 
and we'll provide the military and security. And oh, by the way, if somebody really goes bad, we'll invade them for you. We'll, we'll do this because we are humanitarians, not because it was good for the people of the United States, but really because it was good for Bill Clinton. And, you know, Bill Clinton goes out of office and just as George Bush Jr. comes in, you know, somebody drives planes into World Trade Center. Now, all that training, all that sort of you know, ability to do that happened on Bill Clinton's watch and George Bush inherited it. And all this. And if you looked around by then, the number of illegal aliens in the United States, the official number, it's obviously much higher, went from 2.7 million to 11.3 million on Bill Clinton's watch. So everything you could do to hurt American workers, Billy Clinton was in on it. <laughs> yeah, every, every possible thing. The um, And, of course, just the stripping down of um, our industrial base, you know, which I think it, to some degree would you'd see something like that with the defense industries because we were getting more into the Cold War era, past the Cold War era, excuse me. And uh, we needed to redirect our industries and stuff like that. But the gutting, the selling wholesale, really, of American industries, educate everything that we have, um, and being most of it given up to, of course, the Chinese. And that's what we've been seeing and experiencing since the since the mid '90s. I can remember in education, um, I I was part of a, a staff that opened up a brand new school. We we're called the the School of the Future, and this is in um, nineteen. 1986 and uh, it was interesting we would constantly at least once a week get um, tours that would come through people that were touring their important Chinese people and uh, they would come through and and just visit the school and see what's going on and check it out and take pictures and I mean this is going on relentlessly for two years and of course that all manifested itself later on in uh, 1990s when Literally, uh, equipment and things like that were being stripped out of public schools in California and sent over to China. And, you know, what? of course, then there's the intellectual part of it, which is even worse, which is, of course, what the Trump administration has put an end to pretty much or tried to, trying to. I don't think it's ever going to end, but this intellectual uh, theft of uh, everything, highest technologies, even, you know, from aircraft to uh, ships and tanks and all kinds of military equipment to, um, you know, basically how we do things just in our own homes and in this, then the growth of the surveillance tape, which, by the way, yesterday we saw some of the problems with that in that we had the, the, the four tech giants come together and be on Capitol Hill and really kind of got blasted. Uh, it's interesting, the day before we had the Bill Barr um, inquisition of the the, the uh, the, what do they call them? Show trials, Nazi style, Nazi style show trial, and all of a sudden, I was I was uh, really <laughs> kind of taken aback by it was both sides of the aisle blasting these high tech firms, you know, such as Apple and Google and Amazon and so on, um, you know, for their lack of privacy, and of course the interference. They wanted guarantees about China. They wanted guarantees about not interfering in the election because it was it's very very obvious what they do is they. They they're singling out uh, conservatives, especially if you're talking about Facebook and you're talking about Google Google slash YouTube because they're one of the same. Um, how does all this play into uh, what's going on? And what we're seeing in the markets today? Well, 
Paul, you know, GDP fell by an all-time record 32.9%. I've got my knife and fork out here, and, you know, I heated up some GDP. You know, <laughs> i got a cup of coffee to go with it. I'm sitting here eating GDP. <laughs> so, you know, once again, the problem with GDP is if you ship your factories to China and it comes through the port of L.A., and, and you know, that's GDP, would you like some GDP? I really don't want, you know, uh, manufacturing imports to come through the port of L.A. I want it to be competitive. For the last 30 years, it has been uncompetitive. China has no environmental concerns. China has, you know, essentially slave labor. I mean, China uh, doesn't do anything to help, you know, calm the world. In fact, you know, North Korea is there, you know, sort of like this mean monkey on a chain, and he comes out and, you know, holding his atomic bombs and shakes them a little bit and tries to scare the world down. <laughs> I mean, we've put up with this for how long? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just absolutely a stunner um, what's going on. And um, it, I guess the big question is... Um, as China goes, I mean, there's just so many different things happening here because you've got the flooding going on. You got the fact that there's really no uh, nothing being manufactured any longer, pretty much in China. I mean, their 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 production has gone down dramatically, dramatically, no matter what they're doing. And of course, now they're being affected by the. I think the Trump administration, with the tariffs and the new sheriff in town uh, theory, has really hit them hard. And again, coming to California. The uh, you say that there's a loss of GDP. Well, the 32 per, God, it was just a huge drop, but it also happened amid the COVID virus. I think that's the. I mean, that's right. That you're you've got the combination of you know a, a pandemic and and it really is a pandemic, Paul. But you know we have pandemics about every third year. Um, we had a pandemic last year called African swine fever. Right. Um, in China, the pandemic was so bad, they have 400 million uh, hogs. They slaughtered 180 million. It's called culling. They slaughtered 180 million. We're supposed to, to bury them very, very deep because, needless to say, they have one of the worst um, uh, animal animal uh, pandemics in, in the history of the planet. No, China, they, they buried them in like two, three feet of water or two, three feet of soil. Now, all of a sudden, you're having these floods China's dam system, which is, you know, it, it looks great. It was fantastic on paper. You know, it was very pretty, uh, is absolutely failing. And they're having to release all this water. And, of course, as it goes downstream, it's actually unearthing all of these animal car mm -hmm. crises. So there's another pandemic happening in the world you haven't heard anything about called African swine fever. It's just going gangbusters in China again. Now, what about the human population? There is that you're 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 saying it's affecting now the human population. Well, it's about to accept to affect the human okay. population because it it a hundred percent kills uh, hogs, and and of course pork is the staple for uh, China. So if you're an American farmer, you know you really haven't had boom times in, in since Ronald Reagan in the eighties. You had a couple good runs. But you haven't had absolute boom times, although you have the best technology in the world, you have the best water system in the world, you have the best opportunity in the world, 
to be you know spectacularly successful, but the politics in Washington has been against you. Matter of fact, they've made a lot of the environmental rules put on agriculture are really you know that kissy uh, thing for their Chinese friends because China has no rules when it comes to agriculture. So of course they can you know always discount price against Americans. The Americans are supposed to be rich and. And, and they can take it. And, and they actually have this attitude in Washington, D.C., New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco that, you know, those those little people we have to take care of in the rural America because, you know, they're 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 not the new technology. You know, they just they just do something that anybody could do, like making food. I've been involved in agriculture. I've been involved in farming. Sounds easy on paper. It's really hard to do a good job as a farmer. It takes this thing called experience. It takes this thing called capital. Well, you know, I was going to mention that I'll be speaking before a whole bunch of farmers and ranchers on Saturday night. And I'll be talking about these very things that you're talking about and about the potential for a huge uptick in in uh, their uh, demand for their products, of course, uh, agriculture in the Central Valley. Uh, the... The support for this, of course, has got to be water. And the water is the all-time thing that is needed, especially in San Joaquin County, San Joaquin Valley, uh, because of the you know the varying programs, environmental programs and things like that, that um, that the state of California, you know, the, you have the, the Delta smelt and the salmon fisheries and all this other stuff. You know, Everything is pretty much bogus. It's all designed to manipulate the water system, obviously, for profit. The... Um, but the big thing down there with those guys, and, and I'm talking about now in the South San Joaquin area of the valley, is is water. What's uh, what's and of course there's they're pumping water like crazy, which is you know the water table's lo- uh, lowering and the, all the history of that. The president comes in and helps them with the Friant conveyance system a little bit, so they get a little, the, the water is more consistent. What's the word that we tell them about New California for water? Well, the simple fact is that, you know, th- th- this is all about flipping the script. If China goes down, that means the ports of L.A. are going to shrivel. That means Silicon Valley is going to shrivel. That means San Francisco and Los Angeles with their media and other issues are going to shrivel. As that part of California shrivels, you know, California will actually look for something that can succeed and they will have to put this thing called money into infrastructure. A lot of the environmental you know, claims out there really miraculously have prevented the building of four to six dams. If you'd build four to six dams, everybody would be happy, but not people you know, who live in the old California strip because they see no value in rural people. They, they see little value in suburban people. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they'd like to, suburban people need to have their communities change. We need to be Diverse, so we need to put projects in the middle of suburban neighborhoods because you know that works for humanitarians living in you know major cities. They're trying to outload, you know, uh, their Hispanics and blacks. I mean, this, this is you know this is sort of like Planned Parenthood, where I the first Planned Parenthood dinner I went to, a member of my uh, extended family was like head of the Southern California chapter. And I was young, and my wife, we were you know, newly married, and we didn't know anything about this. And we went 
to this meeting, and it was really strange because they seemed all scientific at first, and then they got all liquored up. And you know what happens when you get liquored up, Paul? You start telling the truth. (laughs) I mean, you've never heard the N-word fly more. You've never heard the S-word for Hispanics fly more. I mean, it was all about we've got to kill these babies. They're going to overrun us. We need to get rid of Mm. them. They need to go to Riverside. You know, this is Newport Beach. They need to go to Riverside. You know, they need to go someplace farther, not in our backyard. We we can basically cull the herd over the next 20, 30 years, and, and we'll get rid of them. That came from people who sounded very responsible, who were associated with the University of California. It was amazing. You know, once they'd said their speeches, once the cameras were off, once they started drinking, the truth came out. And the truth is that old California sees everybody, you know, pretty much uh, past the first 75 miles inland as those people. You know, uh, Hillary Clinton called, you know, three quarters of Americans deplorables. And they're deplorable to her because she sees no value. Why didn't your mother abort you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the, uh, the killing machine of the uh, the abortionist is just absolutely amazing. You know, we talk about uh, American lives being lost, and everybody's all concerned about color. You know, I, we have this situation with, uh, um, you know, in New York in particular, where Planned Parenthood kills off or aborts, you know, more babies than are actually black babies in particular that are that are aborted than that are born. And uh, it's just a, a hideous thing. You know, I was asked the question about, you know, it's always it's always black babies this and black babies. And I said, I don't, I don't care what color they are. They're Americans and they're being aborted. You know, those are these are Americans that are being aborted. And, and we need to look at it in that way. And I, this whole racial divide thing that these people offer up in this respect is just, it's, it's hideous to me. But, um, you know, you see, uh, you see this population growth effort uh, really worldwide with all the programs in the United Nations. Of course, we recognize that for a long time here on this radio show. Um, I want to get back to the economy, though, this drop in GDP of 32%. That, that's just a staggering number, but I don't think it's uh, unexpected that this number was going to be so big, is it? Well, I mean, when you have people like Gavin Newsom saying that you you must shelter in place, you don't need any, any economy, I, I understand that. But once again, Paul, I want to put it in perspective. You know, this is a 32% crash in GDP. Usually these crashes are 8 to 9%, and they're 8 to 9% because of the way they're calculated. You know, this is the first time that, that there's been a stimulus program uh, it, it, since uh, the Great Depression that the money has gone to people rather than go to state and local government. Because state and local government, like California, they they just squander that money. But they do squander it, you know, spend it and all that kind of stuff. So it looks like they're doing something. So GDP numbers look good. Like I said, I've got my, you know, I'm, I'm having a nice GDP breakfast here. GDP is a number of transactions. If you want... Uh, Gavin Newsom to create more transactions, you know, pass his taxes. He will spend that money. It won't help anybody. It's not supposed to help anybody you know. It's supposed to help people 
He knows. So to help people that go to those Planned Parenthood uh, dinners and you know listen to good scientific presentations and then get liquored up. Well, and you know you take a look at what's happened. Um, and I'm going to point this out to everybody that yeah, this is a big number that uh, we see here. Now, I, I don't think it's that unexpected to see a big number given the circumstances. And you're bringing out the great point about California has just basically been taken out of the loop because he's not allowed the economies to come back. Um, now, there's another thing that just happened. I just now uh, pulled this one up or it came across the screen because, you know, I get these silvery things, <laughs> the shining objects of stories that come across the screen. But this one um, is that tweet socks the stocks. It says market falls as trump floats presidential election delay amid voting fraud claims yeah the, the very interesting thing is he's basically calling democrats on their scam you know for uh coronavirus you know he said okay well if we can't vote in person let's just wait until we can vote in person yeah. you know and of course they want mail-in ballots which i mean last i checked there's plenty of printing capability you know in major cities right how many ballots would you like? Well, Remember, it, it was, uh, I think it was uh, um, Lenin that says, or Stalin that said, you know, it, it's not who votes, it's who counts the votes. Right. I mean, literally, they'd go to, a, go to uh, you know, these big apartment buildings in places like Los Angeles, and they would deliver these ballots because every time you got a driver's license, you know, you would get a, they'd register you to vote. Now, a lot of these people don't want to vote because they know that's a felony. So they're not going to vote, but they deliver these ballots to their apartment buildings. And, and uh, you know, uh, some of these illegal aliens, a lot of the, them don't touch that ballot because they know that's trouble. They leave it there. And miraculously, the cleaning crew comes in, you know, three guys from, from the local um, precinct, uh, Democrat, uh, activists, they come in and scoop all that up, and I'm sure it's they're trying to clean up the trash. Right, Paul? Yeah. And, and then miraculously, uh, in the uh, election they just had in New Jersey, they had something like you know more votes than were actually registered in the uh, community. So, you know, you want, want more people to vote? Just give them, the, give them a copy machine. Well, let me... Um... Let me let me play this little clip here. This is um, uh, Trump speaks to reporters. This is just moments ago. Well, this is before the tr the Texas trip. So once it happened yesterday, um, I think this is what he's saying. This this one says moments ago, but no, uh, I'm going to try this um, clip and see. Don't I don't think that's a good enough representation. You know, I, I wish these guys would keep the videos uh, appropriate with the story. The story that they have here is Trump floats election delay amid claims of voting fraud. It says there. This is what uh, they say in Fox Business, which I wish this is a complete lie of the narrative. By the way, and Fox and everybody else are, have picked up on this. Quote, there is no evidence of widespread spread voter fraud through mail-in voting, even in states with all-mail votes. Um, of course, the fraud is replete in California with this, which is the largest state in the union. And, of course, they made it fraudulent because they, uh, you know, enacted laws that were 
in mo- in 49 other states are uh, illegal because you know it's called ballot stuffing. <laughs> it says here uh, President Donald Trump is for the first time floating a delay to November's presidential election as he makes substantial allegations that increased mail-in voting will result in fraud. So the market has plunged, they say. And uh, it says this is what he wrote this morning, just a few minutes, a little while ago. It says, with universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history, and it will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. What's your thoughts on that one? Well, Paul, I, I just think this is negotiation. You know, Trump Trump's dealt with these weak guys, you know, like union guys and, you know, con- in the construction industry. You know, so he's had every threat. He's had every tough guy try to get in his face. He understands that if the Democrats want to, you know, want to delay the election uh, uh, because they're unwilling to follow the law and, and have uh, real people vote. I, I understand that. He's just calling their bluff. Okay, you, you want to wait until everybody's ready to vote, till they're healthy, till you say they're healthy? Okay, let's do it. You, can't social, you can social distance at a market and everybody goes there, but you can't social distance at, at a voting booth. That's the easiest one to social distance because each ballot is separate. All you yeah. do, you come in, you go in, you vote, and you walk away. There's plenty of people to be happy to do, you know, be cleaning crews right now. There's lots of people out of work. Why can't we just vote? Well, no, Democrats, you can't have walk-up voting. Oh, that'd be bad. You know? So you got, you got to have mail-in ballots so we can rig it. This is, just a, this is just negotiation. As far as the stock market falling, remember, we almost hit a new all-time high and did hit a new all-time high in technology. It probably has nothing to do with the market crashing the day after Congress said they're going to break up the technology uh, industry, correct? <laughs> I mean, put the quarter in the slot and hear the music really loud. Now, do I believe Google and Apple and uh, Facebook are, are bad players? Um, I'm not so sure I think they're bad players i think they play according to the rules they're given the democrats tell them you know if you do this we won't come after you well that's all gone now you know the democrats have allowed them to get away with absolute murder as far as anti-competitive activity and for all the republicans can scream that's democrat money but now it's embarrassing the people know it's a scam you know they got to bust them up so why would you expect the stock market uh, not to drop by 300 points. I mean, 300 points doesn't sound like a crash. Sounds like a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty um, optimistic, uh, even at the thought of uh, or the uh, threat of um, a delay in uh, the presidential elections because of that. I, and of course, you know, we've been tainted out here so badly about seeing what's happened with the with the ballot harvesting and everything else. Um, which is what you know no one seems to be wanting to stop that apparently i mean there's some court cases and things like that that are going on but the bottom line is is that um you know this whole thing is um is starting to shape up to be something kind of uh incredible what would it what would it be like to have a delay in the in the presidential election 
Um, first of all, I don't think you can. I mean, constitutionally, I don't think you can. I mean, there, there could be Congress and the president could and the states could vote together, you know, could essentially go through, you know, the amendment process and amend the Constitution. But this is hilarious. You know, it's fine for the Democrats to amend the Constitution and blow away one man, one vote, um, uh, blow away essentially your right to vote and your right to representation and your right, you know, to, to what was in the Constitution. That's okay, but... You know, if, if you're if, if somebody comes along and says we need to do this to help the people, oh, we can't do that. You know that that would be a violation of constitution. So I really think we're going to be fine. I think this is all electioneering. You know, the the differences between what's taken place before and what's taken place now is you have a fighter in the Oval Office. I mean, Republicans, as soon as they you know got grief, they'd say, "Mommy, mommy, stop." Well, that's what that's what. Uh, President Trump said about Biden, if you actually get him out and he actually has to talk to people, he'll say, Mommy, Mommy, stop. Can I have my suit now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I, can I have my suit now? soup now? That's, I mean, really, uh, the, the, the guy is a complete embarrassment. And, uh, you know, it's almost like they, they put the stooge out there just to mock our whole system. You know, they're the, they're the, uh, the lawless group. And uh, now they're mocking the system. I wanted to ask you a question because we're running out of time and I got you here. And I, I pulled you out of bed basically to get you to talk about what's going on with the economy and, and uh, <clears throat> get that 32% GDP taken care of in terms of uh, getting out in front and also the drop of the mon- in the money market business. Um, what's it going to look like, I think, if you take a look at New California going forward, <clears throat> um, given the, the, the prospect of an election that could be highly fraudulent in California. Well, I mean, look what it's, look what it's like now. <laughs> why is why is California have the worst balance sheet, the worst government, you know, the worst, worst, worst? You know, uh, we're almost like China. We are China. We have a dam called Oroville. We almost lost it because you know we don't put money into infrastructure. China puts money into infrastructure. But it's show and tell. They don't put real money into engineering. They put something up, and you know they call it, you know, a a, a great uh, success story. You know, California is has been great. If you're in Los Angeles, Beverly Hills, if you've been in San Francisco, been in Silicon Valley, and you've been in Sacramento, life has been great for you. You know, you've been able to have the biggest customer on the history of the planet. You know, see their business grow by 20 times, and you got all the economic benefit from it if you're the small group of elites. And so the small group of elites really needs to create turmoil where people would turn around and understand that they're getting screwed by this small group of elites and turn on them. So whether it's Black Lives Matter, you know, what, what, whether it's the you know progressives, all this kind of stuff, this is sort of what the magician does. Raise a lot of hell over here on the side and stay out of my business. Stay out of Silicon Valley. Allow us to be monopolist. Yeah. <clears throat> and, of course, that's um, that hasn't worked out too well. I guess, you know, that that was probably um, a, a great comment about look what you got. If you if, if everybody really likes what they have in California now, 
okay. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I don't think everybody likes it. In fact, everybody's getting more concerned about it every day as we go along. And, of course, that's the thing that we are greeted with all the time in uh, New California, wherever we go to speak, and, and such uh, that uh, these uh, people are so worried about the state and how we got here and how can we get out of it. And, of course, the only way you get out of it is actually to create a new state. That's the only way you get out of it. And um, it's going to be an upheaval, but it's going to happen. And it has to happen if we want to maintain um, this union of states called the United States. Okay, Chris, how can we get a hold of you? Because you got a couple of Epoch Times articles coming out and things like that. Right. You catch me on the Epoch Times, an American thinker. And, and of course, you can catch me uh, and with my tremendous commitment to New California. I mean, we're going to – don't talk to me about how you're going to reorganize the world. Talk to me how to change the world. I'm a young person in America today. I don't want to have the miserable life that folks in the Midwest had, you know, making some, you know, minimum wage job and, and hoping I might get a couple dollars higher. Let's go back to the world where everybody made 30 to 40 bucks an hour in manufacturing, anybody yeah. who wanted to make that, and they get overtime, make 45 to 50. I mean, awesome. Listen, Chris, got to go for time. Thanks, brother. We'll be talking. Chris Street with us. We'll be right back. My best friend, my rock, my son, Dominic, my only child, was also killed by an illegal immigrant. I call them illegal aliens. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow. And I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and here's my best offer ever you can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free call 800-266-4715 that's 800-266-4715 and use the promo code agenda 800-266-4715 promo code agenda for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit my pillow. Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. 
Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Rom Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now. Shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Rom Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that possible. On. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember that um, tickets are on sale right now for the uh, convention. We're going to be updating the ticketing information and everything like that here in the next, uh, well, we think today. (laughs) We've got so many things going on. I'm going to be uh, doing some speaking over the weekend, a lot of speaking, actually, (laughs) Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then Monday, (laughs) just as a little bit of a warm-up, I guess. First, we're going to be in... um, we're doing a presentation actually tonight at a town hall that's uh, anticipated a lot of people to be there. From what I understand, I'm just sort of filling you in, and it's going to be at the Vienna Estates Winery and Vineyard at 22406 Hidden Ranch Road in Auburn, and I'll be there doing the speaking at about what time? I guess I, I don't know. <laughs> um, at 5 p.m. <laughs> there you go, 5 p.m. That's where I'm going to... The big, bright little thing right in the middle of the screen says 5 p.m. That's <laughs> when we start. And uh, that'll go probably till around 8.30, so we're going to be doing that. And um, also, we're going to be in um, another undisclosed location we're going to tell you about a little bit later. And uh, that's going to be on Friday. And then Saturday, we're going to be down in, in uh, Fresno, and Fresno is just going to be a bang-up thing. It's going to be kind of interesting because, um, you know, we've got training going on for uh, regions, th- uh, territories uh, three and four, and uh, then we've got a big a big function going on later on. I'll be speaking that night. So four speeches, three days. It'll be wonderful. It's all about New California, by the way, so that's always a good thing. Anyway, thanks for listening to Agenda 21 Radio. And remember, stay strong, America. Stay strong. We are exceptional Americans. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network.